Hello, lovely ones, and welcome back to another episode of the Full of Herself podcast. So happy to be here today. Love jamming with you guys on the podcast. I keep talking about how much I love podcasting, and then I keep leaving it to the bottom of my to-do list. Can someone make it make sense for me, my squishy, tiny little brain, and the things that I do inside of it? Because I genuinely love this space so much, and then I'm like, put it to the bottom of my my to-do list, my priority list. But I really, really want the podcast to become like a main priority this year. And we're doing that and we have some big plans coming. Anyways, hello. I should have recorded this on Monday. It's now Thursday. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still going to be so incredibly valuable. And I'm very excited to be talking about upper limits this week. So also welcome. Hi, if you're new here. <laughs> I'm Lex. Um, Full of Herself is a podcast where we talk about the female experience for the female experience. We share stories. We share experiences to support one another in the process. How freaking amazing is that? Um, Particularly, I speak a lot about business, but I also speak about life. I speak about burnout. I speak about values. I speak about relationships. I speak about the sticky shit that exists when we are human beings who just want so much fucking more. And the more I think about the purpose and the function that full of herself really plays in the world in this industry is full of herself and the person who kind of resonates with the conversations that we have on this podcast are people who at the core of their being and inside of their bones know that they are here to do so much fucking more um i often think like is this just a human trait or is this just a trait left to to certain people. And I think that it actually is a human trait. I just think for a lot of people, it's been stifled and it's been told that it's not safe. And it's been told that, you know, you should be small and ordinary and you shouldn't want too much. Um, so yeah, this, this podcast is, is for the world really, but, um, you know, it's for those of us who are really, really motivated by living within our capacity, um, and living a life that is full and living within our fullest self. Right. And so if you're new here, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. And if you are returning, welcome back, bitch. So happy to have you here. (laughs) So, Today we're talking about upper limits and I'm really, really excited because as per usual, I'm going to be sharing my own experience with upper limits as of late. Um, So I'm going to give you a bit of a life update, but the life update really just pours us into the episode. I'm also striving to make the episodes a little bit shorter, less rambles. I don't even think I go on that many rambles, but anyways, less rambles, more streamlined, more value in a little punchier package. Let me know your thoughts on that. So we've been flying, we've been moving and grooving. If you listened to the last episode, I shared a little bit about my most recent launch. I gave you some kind of, well, I really gave you my biggest takeaways from, you know, a sold out launch and um, just having people be so magnetized towards me. Um, Even still, I'm talking to people about that container. I've already got the next person who we're going to be onboarding inside of the container. And so it's a really, really interesting thing to be in the midst of and be be experiencing, you know, as, as someone in business who's launched many, many times before. And to be honest, even my most successful launches have felt like a fucking like struggle, right? Um, it, it felt like I really had to squeeze 
squeeze it out, right? Even even though I knew it was of, of service and I knew it was impactful, it it felt like work. And of course, there was an element of work to this launch. Like it wasn't just totally easy all of the time. But I I have to be totally honest with you. Like there was a level of ease. There was a level of yeah. Like it's very clear that this is making sense to people. It's very clear that people are like, yep, this is what I want. I'm gonna message Lex. Cool. I'm in. Like there was a real flow to it, right? And I think this is really the the byproduct of, of understanding your expertise, understanding why you're here, understanding who you're talking to, working on your copy, um, you know, working on your marketing, all of these things. So it's been a really, really cool experience. And so, um, you know, beyond the launch, we've had some really cool things happening in the business. We're growing, we're moving, and we're grooving, right? And something that I, I've actually noticed this for a really long time, and i I think I've been kind of either too, not necessarily ashamed. I think I've been really confused by this because I've actually never heard anyone really speak about this before, but it's where you have a win in business, right? You, you, you make a sale, you launch something and it goes well, or you welcome a new client into your world, the very thing that you wanted, right? And you feel good for for a bit right you feel good you feel like okay cool it worked okay cool they're in um and then you have this feeling of like sadness sadness walk over you rush over you sorry not having the words today um and I have felt this for years like I have felt this experience of cool I got the very thing that I wanted I got the very thing that I was hoping would happen why do I feel sad? Why am I not having fun? Why am I not enjoying this, right? And I think in some situations, there's varying answers, but for today's purposes, um, I think for the most part, it's this this upper limit conversation. And we're going to talk about what that is exactly. I'm sure most of you have heard of the upper limit problem, the big leap, Gay Hendrickson, Gay Hendricks, Gay Hendrickson, um, coined the term and it's, you know, it's obviously brilliant and it's changed the game in terms of the personal development world. Um, but this, this feeling of like, Ooh, I get this thing. I experienced the success. I experienced this, this, this thing that I really wanted and boom, now I'm low. Now I'm not happy. Now I'm feeling scarce. Now I'm feeling scared. Now I'm feeling depressed, right? And I really noticed this last year. I would launch, I launched a lot last year. I created a lot of shit last year, <laughs> which is maybe why I felt so depressed. Um, no, but I would, I would put something out there and I would get the response that I was hoping for, or I would get, you know, someone through the doors and I would feel happiness for like 0.2 seconds. And then I would feel like overwhelmed. I would feel honestly sad. I would feel hopeless. Like it was such a bizarre experience. It was such a strange thing to witness inside of myself. And because I had never really heard anyone speak about it, even in the big elite book, he doesn't really talk about it in that kind of emotional context. And I don't know if any of you can resonate with this. Um, but I, I felt really confused by it. Right. And so, um, and I kind of just put it in my back pocket and was like, yeah, we'll get to that. Like later when I have more time (laughs) and like, you know, have a therapist who I can unpack that with. But as I've been growing this year and as so much has been happening and so much good stuff, guys, like I think last year when I think about, you know, all of the wins that I had, it it was rooted in a lot of scarcity. It was rooted in a lot of desperation. A lot of my launches felt very, very hard, even the small ones. Um, 
And so to now be on the other side of that and to feel so embodied in my expertise and to feel like I'm finally doing business in a way that actually feels sustainable and to have just sold out the launch, um, I noticed this feeling start to creep in again, right? So I've just sold out literally my first launch ever. I have a wait list. I have the people on the wait list hitting me up, talking to me about how can they work with me sooner or, you know, just like frothing the work that I do, guys. Like that is fucking cool, right? That's the dream. I have all this good stuff happening, like growth is happening. Like it's just super, super exciting. And I noticed probably, uh, this is at least a couple weeks ago, I noticed this feeling of sadness wash over me. I noticed this feeling of um, almost like apathy, hopelessness, this kind of like, oh, like victim-y feeling. It's, it's so interesting, right? Because everything is going in my favor. I am on fucking fire. I'm on one. My content is like resonating with people. I'm signing like next fucking level clients. They're fucking rad. We're jamming. They're having results. Like it's all this good stuff. And then I feel this weird sadness. I feel this weird pull to spiral, to play the victim, to feel like shit. Right. And this kind of came in like a couple of stages. Right. So, um, the first stage was like, so, so another thing is, is like something that you have to know about me is obvious, not obviously, but I have built really, really high levels of self-awareness. Um, almost like toxic levels of self-awareness. Personally, I think there's a level of like where you can be almost too self-aware, right? Where you're like overly consumed with your, with yourself and your kind of inner world. Um, like it almost pulls you out of the present moment, like your external reality but I'm super self-aware, right? So I, I know when I'm feeling off, I know, um, like I notice all of my thoughts and I notice my responses and my reactions for the most part, right? And and I've, I've also built the skill of self-leadership, right? So, you know, it's not just self-awareness, oh, I'm feeling like shit. It's like, oh, okay, I'm feeling like shit and let's explore that, right? And you guys probably know by now I'm a mentor and a collaborator inside of the Midas Coach, which is a program where we teach coaches how to become exceptional. And we have a science-backed methodology that we teach our clients, our students, our coaches, and it's called the impact method. So it's intention, motivation, probing and assessing, creating change, and transformation. Is that right? Yes. The way forward? Actually, <laughs> yes. And and so no, task and action. Sorry. What am I thinking? So it's intention, motivation, probing and assessing, assessing, creating change, and then tasking. Like, you know, go off and, and what are you going to do next? Right. And so I literally walk myself through the impact method when I'm feeling off or when I feel like I've hit up against an edge or a block or whatever. And so this is a couple weeks ago. I'm feeling this weird sadness. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, all these things. And I kind of start to walk myself through through it and I kind of realized like hmm okay cool like I'm I'm hitting an edge like I kind of come to the conclusion that like I'm hitting an edge which ironically is one of my core values this year <laughs> so you would think like okay Lex I thought you would have maybe planned better for this considering you literally asked for this right one of my core values this year is going bigger and pushing up against the edges right pushing up against these upper limits pushing up against how much success joy love um, fun, pleasure, I think I'm allowed to have, right? Huge. Whoa, that just sent like something into my body. I don't know if it sent it into yours too. It's such a fucking powerful question, right? 
And so this is a couple of weeks ago and I kind of have this realization, right? I'm hitting this upper limit. I'm hitting this kind of how much goodness do I get to experience, right? And this makes sense because so much of my business experience and so much of my life have been wildly high highs and wildly low lows, right? For three years in my business, I was a full pendulum swing constantly, you know, having super successful launches and signing really great clients and creating such fucking great shit. But then creating context and circumstances where I couldn't thrive, where I couldn't, you know, grow beyond certain points and, and, you know, we'll get into all of that. And so, um, you know, this, this pattern is very, very familiar to me. This pattern is, is really home at this point. And also let's not forget about my whole life, right? So very chaotic, very up and down, very fueled by chaos, high highs, low lows, right? Um, no consistency whatsoever. And so it's of course natural for me to, feel almost at home in the chaos to feel at home in the oh something's going well okay now something must obviously have to go wrong in order for something to go well right um and so I'm, I'm exploring this, right? And I kind of realized, okay, cool. I've hit this upper limit. Um, and it reminded me of Carly, who I'm sure you know by now, the Midas coach, she was doing a series about upper limits on Instagram. And I was like, I need this girl to like post her next series because I'm ready to explore this, right? Um, and, and I started to kind of realize it. And, you know, here's the thing is like, we want to solve the problems in that very moment. We want to be like, oh, okay, I'm rubbing up against my upper limit. Stop rubbing up the, up against the upper limit or push the limit or you deserve everything, babes. So like, get the fuck over it and let's keep growing. But like, ultimately it doesn't work that way. And like integration, self-awareness, self-leadership, understanding, right? Understanding these patterns that we have is so incredibly important um, for us to be able to move past them. And so kind of talked myself, kind of coached myself out of that sadness, right? Because here's the thing, guys, like when I feel sad, like it's literally hopelessness, it's literally apathy, it's literally sadness, like I get to fall into, cool, well, I feel sad, I don't feel inspired, I don't feel like creating, so I'm going to disappear for a few days, I'm not going to post on Instagram, um, or if I do post, it's going to be just kind of like whatever, filler. Um, I get to play the victim. I get to lose connection to my expertise. I get to lose connection to the momentum that I've created. I get to lose connection to the fun as fuck energy that I've playing in, right? Do you see that? And I find that so many leaders, coaches, business owners fall into this trap, right? Something good happens. Something great happens. They're on a roll. And then ironically, something bad happens, right? We make ourselves feel bad about something or we obsess over something happening or we're super self-critical, right? Or whatever it is, right? Whatever our kind of tendency is. And I started to see this. I started to see, oh, okay, so that's really convenient. So when I have something really good happening and, you know, I sign these four incredible dream clients and I have a really fun launch and business is really fun for me. Oh, ironically, I then feel like shit and business is no longer fun. Hmm. That's really interesting, right? And then that has an effect that affects how I show up in business and how I sell. And then guess what? That affects my numbers and that affects my sales and that affects my potential clients, right? Mm, interesting, right? And then I have to hustle again and I have to work my ass off again to get back to that place and to you know have the sales that feel good and to have the dream clients coming into my world. If you can hear this beeping in the background, so sorry. You already know the sounds of the city our background music to this podcast. Um, 
And so I'm really curious to know if any of you have experienced this too, because basically I built my business off this fucking pattern, right? And so I, I just became aware of it, right? And I was like, okay, right, right, right. So you know, a really ironic and convenient little pattern I've got going on here. Things are great. Then I feel like shit. Then they go bad. Then I have to hustle, hustle, hustle to build back what I had. Right. And it's this little fucking gross little pattern that I've gotten myself into. And so I coached myself out of it. I was feeling better. Didn't go down that, that rabbit hole. It kind of was only there for a couple of hours and I coached myself out of it. Guys, the power of self-leadership and being able to self-coach is invaluable. And then last week I, so th- this was a few weeks ago, maybe three or four weeks ago. And then last week I had the feeling come back again. Right. And mind you guys, there's no trigger. There's no trigger. Right. Or at least not that I'm conscious of. Right. It's, it's pretty random. And, and what I think is that we're so ingrained or I'm so ingrained and I'm so wired to need to feel bad right? Which is just so shitty to have to say out loud, like, fuck, like, I want to have a life of pure joy, abundance. I want to feel fucking good all the time, right? But like, there's an element of me that's been conditioned to feel bad, to struggle, to need to hustle, to need to fight for it, to need to do all these things, right? To need to feel lost and like a victim, right? Ugh. And so I started to notice this last week, like, ooh, okay, it's coming back. It's coming back. (laughs) And I went deeper this time. And it was really interesting because when I started coaching myself, going through the impact method again, which I'll drop actually a masterclass for you guys below if you want to learn the impact method that's super, super cheap. I think it's like, fuck, I need to learn the prices of these things. I think it's like, I want to say it's like 19 bucks, maybe 30 bucks. It's no more than 30 bucks, I think. Um, and it will literally change the game around how you coach. Um, also use my link because it's an affiliate link. Anyways, bye. Um, <laughs> so I started coaching myself, going through the impact method, and I actually wasn't getting anywhere. Like I was really struggling to like find the connection. Um, and like if you're wondering how I do it, like I literally walk and I literally talk to myself out loud. Like that's just how I do it, babes. Like, sorry, I look like a psychopath. Maybe I am whatever. And so I'm walking my through the impact, walking myself through the impact method. And I'm like, why is this not fucking working? Like, why am I not getting to the heart of this? And then I start to ask some different questions. I do not remember, or maybe I said what the payoff is. Maybe that's the question. This question has been rocking my client's world lately, and I'm sure it's going to rock yours as well. Um, and it's such a, a useful question for any behaviors that you don't like that you do or anything that you're trying to break. A great question is like, what is the payoff that you get for continuing to do that that behavior? Okay. And maybe that's the question that I asked. Maybe it isn't for now. Let's pre- pretend it is. And basically I got to the root of it and it was like, oh, it's so much easier like spiraling and giving into victim mode and feeling bad, even though it's shitty, even though it doesn't feel good, it's so much easier. And I was like, boom, (laughs) there it fucking is. There it fucking is, right? It is so much easier. It is so much easier to spiral, to lose the momentum, to give in to those little inklings, those little doubts, those little uncertainties, to give in to the narratives, right? To give in to the imposter syndrome, right? It is so much easier to feel bad, to fall down a little victim rabbit hole than it is to continue to feel good. Why? 
Why? Listen to me, because I know you're thinking like, no, I want to feel good. No, we want to live beautiful and abundant lives. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. But what happens when I keep feeling good? I keep creating. I keep showing up. I keep sharing my truth. I keep inviting people into this this world that I'm creating, into these higher standards. And then I have to hold myself to a higher standard. Then I have to be responsible for this success. Then I have to be the owner of this reality, right? And, And of course, when we're talking about it, you know, in hindsight, it's like, oh no, but you want that. Of course I know that I want that. Of course we know that we want to be successful. Of course we know that we deserve more. Of course we know we want to feel good all the time. Of course we know we want these really beautiful experiences. But it's so much easier to do this little dance, to do this little high, high, low lows, right? Especially in the world that we live in. I'm so much more aware and I find it so interesting to just see on social media how normalized feeling like shit is. Like I I literally unfollowed this girl who's kind of an influencer personality here in Australia because she's constantly glamorizing how bad she feels. And I just kind of got sick of it. Like I feel for her. Like I get it. You're burnt out. I get it. You have a whole lot of shit going on, but also you do it in like a funny, trying to be cute, like feeling depressed again. Like, and I just don't find that humorous whatsoever because it kind of makes it like trendy and cool to like not be okay. And, and so it's so much easier in the world that we live in. Like there's something almost conforming about going through it again, struggling again, right? When like, if you're good all the time, you're the fucking oddball out. People are annoyed at you. People are like, this bitch needs to shut up about good her, how good her life is, right? And so it's there's almost this like assimilation element of when we feel too good, right? Well, we don't want to feel too good, right? Because then we don't want to like make people feel bad about how their life is, right? And we don't want to feel too good, right? Because we don't want to stand out too much, right? And we don't want to feel too good because what if we lose it all, right? And all of these stories that keep going on and on and on, right? And so... I had this kind of aha moment, like, ooh, right? And you guys already know that this year is all about leadership. It's all about expansion. It's all about higher standards. It's all about bigger byproducts. It's all about taking more responsibility, leveling our fucking pussies up, right? And so it's like, ooh, well, of course, that's the harder way. And of course, I'm going to be in resistance to the harder way, right? At least right now. Right now, this is the harder choice, right? And this is what I'm talking to so many clients about right now. Listen, the decisions that you're about to make and the fight that you're about to fight, it's going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be more uncomfortable to say no to somebody than respecting yourself because you've been a people pleaser for so long, right? It's going to be more uncomfortable to say no to that opportunity that you don't even fucking want to do, right? But because you are just so used to saying yes to anything and everything that comes to you because you're so fueled by scarcity, right? That is going to feel uncomfortable. That is going creating more space for alignment, right? That is going to feel more uncomfortable than doing the thing that you don't even want to do, right? Because that's what we're so used to. That's what we're so conditioned to, right? It's going to be harder and it's going to feel worse to raise your standards, to hold a higher standard for yourself, to create your life's best work, to be a fucking thought leader, to put yourself out there, to let yourself be seen. Even though consciously, you know you want all of these things. Even though consciously, you know you're ready to make more money. You know you're ready to serve 
you know, a more aligned client, even though you know you're ready to make bigger impact, even though you know you're ready to do all of this fucking shit, you know it, you want it, you feel it. Mm, mm, mm. It is the harder path. That is the upper limit, right? And to prepare for this, I was kind of just kind of going through my big leap notes and, and, and listening back to some of the things that he says in the book. And he just asked some bangers of questions. Like we love a fucking great ass question. And I already said this once today, but really when we reach those limits, it's like the, the first question is like, how much love, success, creativity, intimacy, pleasure, joy do I think I, I deserve or do I think I can experience, right? And that makes me, like when I ask that question, it just makes me so incredibly sad. And it just makes me think of like little me, right? Like experiencing so, <clears throat> excuse me, don't worry, I'm not crying yet. <laughs> experiencing so much pain and trauma and rejection and abuse and all of these things, right? And so disappointment, so on and so forth, right? And so, you know, of course we love to walk, you know, we love to talk the talk of like, of course, abundance, like more than enough. Like I deserve it all, babe. But it's like, okay, totally. But like intrinsically, like if you're being honest, like unconsciously, like how much love, success, creativity, pleasure, joy, do you think you deserve? Do you think you have the capacity of experiencing? And when you start to really rub up against the reality of that, the application of that, when you start to experience really, really, really good shit, this is when we start to see, oh, I, I guess not that much. I guess it's like a month of goodness and then two months of badness and then a month of goodness and then two months of spiral and right? This has been so many, so, so many of our lives and our experiences before business, during business, right? And so how much love, success, creativity, intimacy, pleasure, joy, freedom, ease do I think I can experience? Such a fucking banger of a question. Another question that he asks is, could I allow, what does he say? Could I allow things to go well all the time? I don't know if he asked it exactly like that. I think he said, could I allow myself to feel good all of the time? And I think that that's a bit like fuzzy because I think that naturally as human beings, like we can't really control every thought and feeling that we have. Like sometimes you just wake up and you feel a little funk. But with that being said, like could I allow things to go really well all the time for me, despite how I feel or despite having funky and off days, right? Could I allow myself to feel really, really good all of the time? Could I allow myself to have things go well for me for six, 12, 18 months, right? There's this commitment to the chaos, this commitment to the roller coaster, the comfortability with the ups and the downs. Well, at least we know. At least we know we're going up and then we're going down, right? If we're comfortable with it, then we'll choose it, even if it fucking sucks, right? And so I had this awareness of like, this is the harder path, at least for right now, right? Um, and when I say harder, you know, it's it's not like every day I'm like struggling to make these decisions, but it's like, it's expansive, right? I'm, I'm already realizing this year Ooh, okay, this needs to change. Okay, we need to level this up. Okay, we need to elevate this. Okay, we need to make this better, right? Okay, I know I'm so fucking good at what I do, so I want everything else to match it, right? And I'm really being called up as a leader. I'm really being called up as a business owner, right? Really wanting to embody holistically, totally who I am as a leader, right? And so 
you know, a question that I was kind of playing with is, is it necessary to always suffer in light of my success, right? It's almost like success is a trigger for the suffering, right? But it's like, what if we rewired the brain to make success a trigger for more success, right? And so I wanted to share this because I think that a lot of us are in an expansive era. So many of the people in my world are expanding, are wanting to tap into higher levels of thought leadership, are wanting to just have more capacity to hold more good shit, you know, to have a really successful and beautiful business that works, to have a really beautiful life that, you know, is filled with beautiful people and experiences right alongside this business. And I wanted to share this because I think that we've got some really beautiful questions in here, but mainly I just want you to explore like your limit. And I think if you walk away with anything today, it's how much love, success, you know, intimacy, pleasure, joy, freedom, ease do I think I'm allowed to experience, right? Um, The way that he talks about it in The Big Leap is like you have a thermometer, right? And you have a set limit right? I think we need to really explore those limits and we really need to begin to rewire them. We need to rework them and we kind of need to really begin to grapple with that kind of programming, right? Um, I have a final question here. I've just kind of jumped around in my notes as I usually do, but it's like, but if I didn't, if I didn't, I kept going up receiving who would I have to be? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So a, a kind of a final question here. And this is really kind of at the core of what I was saying about things would be easier. Like if I kept going, right. If I kept just being consistent and playing in my fucking genius, beautiful, delicious energy and serving cool clients and signing more clients and making more money, who would I have to be? And I think I already said that. Right. And so these are just some really beautiful questions I'm going through, you know, scraping up against my upper limits. I know so many of you are. And so I hope that this is helpful. Um, And so go away. Let me know what you take away from this. Answer these questions. I hope you really will. I'll put everything that we spoke about in terms of the impact method and um, I mean the big leap. I suppose I'll link the book in case you want to like buy it or look at it. Um, But yeah, so, so incredibly powerful. With all that being said, um, if you are doing this work, I would love to invite you to come work with me. I'll just drop my link below and, and you can see how you can work with me. I've got a couple of different ways. I've got intensives and I've got private coaching right now, but this is my fucking jam right now, helping you expand. It's been so fucking cool to be able to partner with people in this. So I'll leave that there. You know, I'm not big for selling heaps on the podcast, but it feels appropriate that if you're resonating with this conversation and you're wanting support around really breaking those habits and really exploring your capacity for goodness in business and in life, I want to invite you to come over and have a chat to me, but I adore all of you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you next week on the full of herself podcast. Bye for now guys.